Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fantastic Two, which is myself, my man Kenny, and on National Fried Chicken Day. Kenny, how are you doing, my brother? <laughs> Yo, I'm doing good, but you know the craziest thing is, even though I knew that, I actually did not go anywhere to get some, but what? I know so many spots out here. That's the crazy <laughs> part. I know real good spots, so maybe tomorrow... Maybe. Yeah, you, um, well, you, you can make up for it tomorrow, that's for sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll make up for it tomorrow. So I'm pretty sure I talked about this on the previous podcast, but I do play softball on Wednesday. So, yeah, oh, maybe, right, after, right. maybe after softball, maybe we're going to figure it out. Yeah, I'm going to figure something know. out. It don't well, matter. Yeah, so, <laughs> so for all of our listeners out there and fans of All Turns No Break, if you didn't know, now you know. Today is National Fried Chicken Day. And let me tell you, Kenny, me and my roommate, we go, we put aside this day specifically because we literally, Kenny, are just fried chicken fanatics. And uh, there was a time where we would literally go and try to find every place that that sold fried chicken in la and we were going around trying to find the the best spot that we thought sold the best fried chicken and we did that for for a while one year i think we did it almost for a full year and then we just kind of cut it down to just doing it on national fried chicken day which is just this day every year and let me tell you today we went and my roommate asked a really it's, it's a funny question to me but it's actually a, it, i understand i understand why he asked the question because he doesn't he doesn't know anything about it so we were talking about this off air kenny and he was asking why do why do they put the why do they put a piece of bread underneath the chicken at the bottom and i was like what <laughs> man where has he been where has he been eating well, man if you, it, look if you if you know from the South, if you're from the South, there's no way in the world you have not had chicken with a piece of white bread on it. Yes. At the very right. least. Or or dinner roll, depending on where you at. But come on, man. That's just, that's that's a staple. Yeah, I promise man. you. It's a yeah. staple. It hit different. I can't explain why it hit different. For those that know, y'all know. Yeah. And I don't know what it is because sometimes when you get a plate of that fried chicken, it's the first thing I, I look for at the bottom. Is, is there a piece of white bread at that bottom? And I'm like, yes. Exactly. There it is. <laughs> I'm telling that, you, it hit yeah, different. That literally completes the plate no matter what the sides are. I mean, the sides are important just as, just as good. But let me tell you, that, that, that's what solidifies the plate is the piece of white bread at the bottom of the plate yes sir uh, speaking of which how was your uh fourth of july weekend what, what'd you guys do <laughs> man you know what let me tell you something i always think about this man outside is expensive i tend to forget how expensive outside is so to uh to cap off the beginning or at least to cap my weekend or start my weekend however you want to say it doesn't matter i went out to where i go i went somewhere to get food it was really good i just cannot think of the name of the spot for the life of me right now just for reference for those that may not realize it it's 1051 on the east coast so forgive me if i forget things but the things that i do remember on sunday me and my girlfriend and her family we went to this park not too far away from where i'm at and they had like live music and food unfortunately the food was not that great that's the unfortunate oh. part 
<laughs> and it's crazy because like yeah. you you know when you go to like the fair or you go to like a park and it's like food trucks out there normally the food is really really good that's yep. usually like yep. that's usually like the highlight like that's the thing that's like literally the thing but yeah it did not necessarily work out that way so day two on monday Monday, we went to a fair that was right next to Charlotte Motor Speedway because I assume we got some oh, North wow. Carolina folks listening. So it's been there for a couple weeks, and it was me, my girlfriend, her sisters, and Jesus, I'm blanking out again. And her daughter, her sister's daughter was there too. There we go. That's what it was. Oh, okay. But, you know, I, I'm not like a real big ride person for those that may not know, but I attempted. And it wasn't bad. I went on four rides. I told my girlfriend, I was like, look, I swear on, on everything. I will do at least one ride with you. I will. I did four, which was surprising, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was cool. But yeah, you know, the food there was not the greatest either, but I still thought everything was fine. The fried Oreos were banging, though. Right? If y'all ain't never had fried Oreos, oh, sensational. Boy. Well, I'm going to tell you, you know what? I hope all of our uh, Alternate No Breaks fans out there that are listening, I hope you guys had some good food as well as some good fireworks. And if you didn't have good food, hopefully the fireworks made up for it. And if the fireworks weren't any good, I hope the food made up for it. (laughs) Hey, the fireworks were cool this this year. The ones I saw were cool. Now, the only thing I want to figure out is was there a surplus of fireworks, at least in this area? I've lived here for almost four years, and I do not remember one Fourth of July. Where it was this wild. I'm pretty sure I got back around about 11 o'clock Eastern. And I promise you, them fireworks didn't stop till about 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, it, it was ridiculous. I'm like, all right, man. Well, I'm cool with it. But there's just like that level. I'm like, man, yeah. y'all got to take it easy. A brother trying to sleep. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll second that motion and I'll, I'll, I'll raise you one. I'll, I'll raise you a few hours. So over here on the West Coast, they were still popping fireworks, my brother, until about at least 4 a.m. in the morning. And I don't mean a firework going off here like pat, pat. I'm talking about full-blown fireworks like, I mean, they were popping them like it was 8 o'clock in the evening. Uh, and it and and I mean just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that's that's all I heard. Like literally that. I mean, I I I I think this is the long one of the longest I've I've, I've heard it go on that long. But it, nevertheless, I I tell you. It, it, by the way, if you guys want to know what I did this whole entire weekend, I'll be honest with you. I don't remember. But if you follow me on social media. <laughs> You can you can go back and look at my stories, and then you can let me know what I did. You're going to go, look, Renee, this is what you did this past weekend. And I'm going to go, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, look, you – look, it's okay, man. Shoot, these, like, holidays, like, come come and go, and these, like, moments where you have, like, a couple days off don't always happen like that, you know. So I always take advantage of them as much as I can, and I didn't really have to work this much this weekend. So right. after Friday, I was – good to go like i was i was golden we had our race at watkins Glen at it for the imsa series for the sports car series for those that don't know yeah that was the last thing i had to do after that i was i was good to go well, you perfect. know i was i was all right after that i didn't have to do anything else so saturday sunday i was free as a bird yeah <laughs> well kenny why don't we go jump into some nascar talk and why don't you run us down the top 10 
Before we get into the top 10, I just thought about something and yeah. I forgot. I jotted this down in my notes, but this is my 100th episode with All Turns No Breaks. Get out of here, bro. Oh, man, that's right, Kenny. That is <laughs> Which is crazy. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> I went back and I went back to try and find like the first episode. I forget the date, but it was sometime in 2017 i think or 2018 i think it was 2017 but yeah 2017 i look back i found it and i was like dang man that's crazy so i counted them up just to see how many it was and lo and behold i figured out the number for 100 episodes would be 204 so yeah it's crazy happy uh 100 episode anniversary with us and uh, th- this is exciting on top of the fact that we just you know started and celebrated you know me and you starting off you know our own on the 200th episode of all turns no breaks just us together so wow how about that right on yeah see this this this, this is getting better and better as as, as it keeps going <laughs> man it's crazy because i was just thinking i'm like man we hit episode 200 and i'm like dang <laughs> So but, you and you and Tam alone, you know, did two hundred. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. damn, that's crazy. But I, I but I, I want all the all turns no breaks listeners to understand that we really, we both really do miss Tam very, very much, and uh, we hope that she's doing well. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, she reached out to me about it. Lord knows when I was in out of school by that point. I think <laughs> I was out of school by that point, and I was like, ah, yeah, sure, let's try it out i don't know how this is gonna go but we'll try it out because i think this is the second podcast i was a guest on for like nascar shout out to don de la Rente, friend of the show he put me i remember they put me on their show at first which was cool you know that was the first guest appearance and then this was the second and i've been keeping the wheels rolling ever since so 100 episodes 100 episodes is crazy <laughs> to think about like it's crazy yeah and hopefully another hundred more to come yeah, it's wild, man. But to derail that moment in itself, the top 10, Road America. Let's do it. First time in Road America in 65 years, which is insane. It has been a very long time since the NASCAR Cup Series has w- taken a visit to Road America. The Xfinity Series have been going since 2010, but, you know, Cup was brand new. And another friend of the show, Kobe Lamb, if he was telling me maybe two years ago, how it would be really cool to have a Cup Series race at Road America, which I agree with. It's a fantastic facility. Apparently, it's a beautiful, just a beautiful area. Apparently, I've never been to Wisconsin, so I don't know. I hear the yeah, food's pretty good, you know. So it was crazy. I mean, the, I thought the day was overall really good. I mean, I thought it put on a pretty a heck of a good show on both days. Um, We'll talk about Saturday a little bit later because of Kyle Busch and his uh, new milestone as well. But just to give a top 10 of the Cup Series race at Road America, Chase Elliott is your winner. Man, those Hendrick, yep. those Hendrick drivers are on it. And as we know, Fire. this upcoming weekend, we are going to Atlanta. So he's going home and he could potentially win two more. Unfortunately, in the spring, that did not work out in his favor. He cut a motor like very, very early in that race. So that was very unfortunate, but we'll see about that. We'll also talk more about Atlanta later in the show because there's a big, there was a big announcement on Atlanta on the day of recording this podcast. But 
Second place was Christopher Bell, who was one of my picks. <laughs> yeah. He had a he had a good day. Not surprised at all. He won at Daytona in the road course very, very early in the season, so he's locked into the playoffs. Kyle Busch came home in third. Kurt Busch came home in fourth. The Busch brothers, again, following yeah. each other in the leaderboard, which is crazy. Denny Hamlin, he came home in fifth. Chase Briscoe, a very solid outing for him, came home in sixth. Ross Chastain, another great race for him, finished seventh. Tyler Reddick in eighth. Ninth was Martin Truex Jr. And to round out the top ten was Matt DiBenedetto, who was in a situation where he could have definitely won, but just didn't work out in his favor. He was having a great day. And to be honest with you, normally our notables are throughout the field. But just looking at the top ten, I think about Chase Briscoe. He and SHR as a whole have not really had the greatest season in the world for them. But he had a great day, and he's a pretty solid road course driver, and he's gotten experience in another series racing in the Ford Mustang as well, but a sports car version of it. So, you know, well, it still is a sports car, muscle car, whatever you want to go buy it. But good finish for him. Ross Chastain, seven places, a really good good finish for him. But Matt Benedetto as well, that top ten definitely is going to help as the playoff push continues where we're only – Six more races to go in the playoffs. So it's not a long time, for real, once you really think about it. We've got Atlanta coming up this weekend, New Hampshire, the Olympic break, and then we go to Watkins Glen, Michigan, and Daytona. So, you know, not a long time to go. Not not a long time to go at all. It's definitely coming down to crunch time. And, you know, for those drivers that are on the outside looking in, you know, I mean, this this is probably really the time. Well, probably even before this, but but now it's getting to the to the uh, it's getting to the time of the the year where you're like, all right, we need to make a move. We need to do something different. We need to we need to do something to get ourselves in a position where we can uh, not be on the outside, but be in the inside on, you know, and especially Especially those, especially those drivers sitting right on the bubble, too. Yeah, like, you know, Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin, both of those guys are in a very weird spot. Obviously, both of them have not won yet thus far this season, which is very That's crazy so in its crazy. own regard. So crazy. But points-wise, they are good to go. I don't think they'll have a problem staying in the playoffs. I think they'll be... I think they should make it with no issue. Like, I genuinely think they should make it with no issue on points. But, you know, when you look on the the drivers that are on the outside looking in, like Matt Benedetto is in 20th, Ricky Stenhouse is in 19th, Ross Chastain is in 18th, Chris Busch is in 16th, who's not very far out of it. But, you know, still, the point stands. Those that have won and then those who have points their way through this entire thing, Denny Hamlin, obviously yeah. Kevin Harvick, they're good to go. <laughs> you know, they they're they're good to go. I really don't think there is a a chance where they don't necessarily make the playoffs. I don't really foresee that happening. It it, it just wouldn't it wouldn't cross my mind. Now, the question is, of course, how can you, you know, how are you going to finish the season? So, perhaps they have a second half where they are just lights out. I mean, Collectively, they've wanted a few tracks that, that are coming up. Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin have both won in New Hampshire in the past. Denny Hamlin, yeah. who does not like lobsters, has won up there before. So <laughs> it's is, a lot left. By the way, this is strange to me. <laughs> well, he, unless, he, unless he's a, I don't know what it is, but he doesn't like them. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I don't know what it is. He, he doesn't like them at all. 
<laughs> well, that's what I was saying. Maybe he's just allergic to shellfish. I don't know. But he held it, so I mean, I think he might be okay. Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's, oh, that's right. Yeah, he sure did, didn't he? He, he might be all right. I don't know, but yeah, he is not a not a big fan of the shellfish. But yeah, you know him and Denny and Harvick are two guys I think should have a worry. I think you know your Kurt Busch, your Tyler Reddicks, and Austin Dillon's like those guys probably have more to worry about because in this I said six earlier, but I meant to say five. But five race stretch, it's the margin for error is very little. You don't really have much time. Like there is not a lot of time that. Big cushion of, you know, it's a long season. It's starting to trickle further and further away to the point where we're at the end. And obviously, once you get to Daytona, most people don't want to be in a situation where they have to lock in um, that way because the (laughs) the unpredictability of Daytona in itself is just not the place you want to be. The rest of these places, you're probably like, okay, Right, right. I have a shot here. I have a shot here. I can nail these on my calendar, but, you know. Yeah, the rest of that. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. We do want to touch on a little bit uh, a little bit of Mr. Kyle Busch, speaking of the Bush brothers, has finally earned his 101th win in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. And, and yep. Kenny, how, how many of those other drivers are probably happy with that? Because uh, didn't he say he was going to retire after that? Well, so he was booked for four. I think he had four more races. I think he has four more races left on that this year or however many it is. So, yeah, he dominated on Saturday. And it was. And the thing is, that race was still pretty good. And I don't think we had a chance to say this before we talked about Kyle Busch. But honestly, I'm glad they're at Road America. And, and apparently, based on a billboard at the track, they're supposed to come back next year again with Cup, which is great. I think it's a great facility. I think it's a great road course. It is a driver's track. Mm-hmm. If you're really good there, you're really good. Now, if something unfortunate happens, something unfortunate happens, which actually there's one notable that I did, I left off, and that is Ryan Eversley. And you're probably like, if you're just a NASCAR junkie, you may not know who that is, but if you are pretty well-versed, I think, in the, in the sports car realm and you know just across the board, he's a pretty well-known guy. He races in IMSA in the Michelin Pilot Challenge, which is a smaller sports car series compared to the big IMSA series, the WeatherTech Champion. He drives a Honda Civic in that series, and he's pretty pretty talented. And he's always wanted to race at NASCAR, and he got his chance this weekend at Road America. Mm-hmm. He finished 39th. Unfortunately, a rear-end gear failed, and that ended his day early. But he's a very talented race car driver across the board in general. And also a very nice person from what I was told. Great podcast as well. Dinner with Racers, I believe, is the name of it. Super, super insightful. But yeah, I just had to make note of that because I felt like it really wasn't highlighted that much this weekend. But yeah, you know, he, I thought he, you know, I do think he needs to have another chance at doing something like that. But yeah, he's a talented guy, but I just had to point him out for the weekend. Yeah, that's super dope. And 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 what about the 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 issue of the 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 well, not an issue, but just the track house where where the, you know they they bought the Chip Ganassi Racing. Yeah, crazy thing. So we just had just literally recorded the podcast, and then the next day, I was like, "Really? There's a big track house announcement." <laughs> now I didn't know how big it was. Right? I right. reacted to it on our Twitter, which you guys can follow at Turns No Breaks, also on Instagram at Turns No Breaks as well. I was shocked by the news when it came out. So if you guys don't know already by now, Chip Ganassi Racing has, at least the Cup Series team, has been bought by Trackhouse Racing, which Daniel Suarez currently runs for. 
it is crazy. That timeline of how that has happened is insane. But yes, they didn't buy the charter. They bought the whole damn team. So <laughs> I don't know if that's more was more of a big power move than that. But if that's how we want to kick silly season off for real, that is how we're gonna do it. And it is absolutely mind-numbing that that happened but yeah they're gonna essentially run out of that shop that's their plan which is located in concord and they're supposed to keep the next charter and have another driver in that and it's slated to either be ross chastain or possibly kurt bush it is in the it is still like a work in progress deal nobody knows who's going to get that second seat at track house but they will be a two-car team next year which is huge going into the next generation of race cars but yeah. yeah they made a big move like I, justin marks pitbull ty norris that whole group they said look we gonna we we gonna shake the table yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we really gonna shake the table and they they have done it they have absolutely shaken the table but i will say i really do like what track house has got going on they're doing a lot more outside of racing they're really big on the stem programs and i think that's a huge outreach you know across different if you want to reach like different people, I think STEM is a great way to do it, especially yeah. amongst the youth. So, you know, big ups to them. But yeah, Renee, they bought the whole team. So I don't know what you think about that. Well, you know what? It, it, what's going to be interesting is to see, you know, what drivers, you know, to keep an eye on for to, you know, for for that team coming in. So I mean, I know there were there were quite a few names thrown around. I don't know, but nobody changes numbers and teams more 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 than NASCAR drivers do. <laughs> That's for sure. Man, it it's been a you know a time of like the change of the, like I know we talk about it on this podcast all the time, change of the guard. I yeah. do truly think in this era, a brand new car, a lot of unknowns and a lot of things constantly changing. It's very hard for me not to say that's going to continue to change. I mean, you think about Kevin Harvick, you think about Denny Hamlin, you think about names like that that are in that phase of, okay, how long are we going to do this? When am I going to retire? I've been here for you know X amount of years. Just to put things in perspective, Harvick has been around NASCAR since the late 90s, technically speaking, like 97, 98, if you classify it that way. He got the cup in 2001. Yeah. And also won a Bush Series then title, now Xfinity Series title, right? He won that then, back then. So we're talking 20 years of racing in in the cup series that is so you know that's a very long time he's done he's had his own team add to that so you know at what point do you go well i've done everything he's also had a media track he has his own show on sirius xm so you know people have said there's a possibility at some point in time where he may be the one that goes to the fox booth it, it it's believable yeah. i i think it's believable and i think when he does do the commentary he's very good at it like he's very sharp honestly like i think he's very I mean, someone who's super knowledgeable i think having that balance between you have a driver you have a talking head who isn't was never necessarily a driver and then you have another you know a crew chief or maybe sometimes another driver i think you have that mix it makes for a really solid broadcast especially you know with those guys but yeah you know same thing with Denny. I don't know if TV is his track necessarily, even though he is an absolute comedian on social media. <laughs> if you aren't following him, I would definitely recommend doing so because I get a laugh out of Denny at least once a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I but, agree with that. <laughs> it's crazy. But, you know, he obviously has a stake in a race team as well. So, I mean, if he hangs it up, 
in terms of driving, which I don't think he will anytime soon. Well, guess what? He got something to do. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, know, you know, so he has something to do. But yeah, it's it's definitely a, a change in time in NASCAR right now, for yeah. sure. And speaking of change, the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Have you seen the image of what is going to be the brand new Atlanta Motor well, Speedway soon? No, that I have that that I have not seen. I haven't I haven't seen a picture of it yet. But y- you know, and I, I believe it was just announced today, right? Yeah, yeah, it was announced yeah. today that they're going to reconfigure that track after this year. So, I, yeah, the last race I have on to regular go, I Atlanta have to go is going to happen. And Google and, and try to find that picture because I can't imagine what it what it what it what it's going to look like. Well, guess what? They built it a little bit differently than anybody would ever think. So, obviously, iRacing is a very huge component in the uh, NASCAR realm. They just announced partnership with NASCAR officially, actually, or at least extending that partnership, should I say. But, yeah, they built the track in iRacing, and it essentially is going to be a little bit more narrow than it normally is. It will be the highest banked oval of its its type when it's done, which is crazy. But, you know, you would never think that, a video game will be the way you will a simulator. Let me not get flamed by everybody calling it a video game, but as a simulator creating what is going to be in real life sooner or later. So yeah, a lot of people have obviously wanted and not wanted this track to be repaved. Obviously with the new cars, we still have a, we have a great deal of unknowns. Like, I mean, an absolute great deal of unknowns. I was actually in a Twitter spaces before we got on here for a little bit. Denny was in there actually, which is crazy. But J.R. Houston, who is a engineer for 23XI Racing, made a good point. Well, you know, there's not a ton of data on this car because we don't necessarily have it in our hands right now. So when there's no data, I can I can tell you to, today that that race will race like this. But in real life, it may not even come close to what I say, right? It's just a matter of what's going to happen when the cars are actually on the track. We don't know a lot about this car yet. yet. Matter of fact, there is still a great deal of testing that is still to be done. They're testing this car all the way through December. So there's a lot left on the table, even going into the offseason. So there's a lot of what we don't know yet. And to be quite frank, I couldn't even come close to giving judgment by it because I just don't know what it's going to do. Nobody knows what's going to happen. I mean, even on iRacing. The data for the next-gen car is only but so much because there really hasn't been as much real-life input. Like, the current-gen 6 has an ample amount of data. It's been around for, you know, a while now. So, there's plenty of data on it. So, the car can act enough, you know, you can get a a great idea of what the car will do in the sim. But this next-gen car is not the case. There's been tests, but, you know, there's not been tests where there are let's say it's 10 or 20 cars on the same on the same track at the same time there's a whole lot more science and a whole lot more math that i am not capable of but i can see some things but i'm just not capable of that engineering life which is okay that's okay yeah (laughs) you know that's okay and and, you know and i think this whole thing is 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 way overdue anyway because uh, i I believe the last time atlanta was repaid you said it was 1997 correct i was gonna say i think i may possibly be what older than the repay the yeah. last repayment Atlanta, which is crazy. <laughs> oh man, I'm not even gonna go there. Now I'm not gonna touch that one, Kenny. <laughs> I, I think I, no, for real. Like I actually think I am. That's kind of crazy to think. I mean, well, I'm older than two tracks. I'm older than Kansas, and I'm older than Chicagoland. 
That that like that's how crazy that is. Like it's 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 wild to think about it. Yeah, I, I think I had just finished college in 1997, but so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Man, like it's it's wild. But for those that may not necessarily know the specs of the track, to give it the highest banked or to make it one of the highest banked tracks, that's like a you know a mile and a half and above. It's going to have 28 degrees of banking instead of 24, and it will be a little more narrow than normal, and we're going to see. I don't know. We're, we're going to see how this pans out. We'll see, but oh, well. hey, it's another another add to the schedule. I mean, well, not an add to the schedule, but another new thing to look out for next year. Yeah, exactly. Well, all right. Well, Kenny, I think if we've touched all the bases, I think it might be time for some predictions. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. We just talked about Atlanta, so you know the drill. All right. Well, here we go with our predictions. It's time for race predictions. And here we go in hot Atlanta. And I imagine, Kenny, it's going to be quite hot in Atlanta. So... Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, def- definitely. I mean, if it's if it's hot where you're at and it's hot where I'm at, definitely Atlanta's gonna be hot. It was 91 degrees today, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. So I am gonna go. You know what? I, I, I tell you what I'm gonna do. We said their names at the beginning of the uh, podcast, and uh, we talked about how they hadn't run, won a race. So you know what I'm gonna do, Kenny? I am gonna go with my. With my pick to win the race, I'm gonna go with Denny Hamlin. I'll, I, I, I'm gonna go with Denny Hamlin to win the race and be in the winner's circle at the end of the race. And for my alternative pick, I'm gonna go with the number four, Kevin Harvick. So, how do you like those apples? I got Denny Hamlin as my main pick, and my alternative pick, I'm going with Kevin Harvick. Those are my picks, Kenny. I'm sticking with them. What do you say? Okay, Atlanta. This is the last race as of now on the current configuration, which is crazy because I have grown to see Atlanta in some of the craziest fashions. <clears throat> some of the craziest races have happened in this current configuration that it's in right now. Bobby Labonte and Dale Earnhardt in 2000. Mm-hmm. 2001, Kevin Harvick, Jeff Gordon. I mean, some absolutely iconic moments aside from that. Carl Edwards and Jimmy Johnson, that battle was amazing in 2005 or whatever year it was, or 06. But still, great track, great place. I mean, really cool track. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to it next in terms of the actual on-track product because we have no idea. But while we're still at, in quote, old Atlanta, I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin as my main pick. He's been solid at Atlanta before. He's won there before in his time. And then... My alternative pick, I think this is very easy, but also it may not work just because he's the home state guy, but I'm going with Chase Elliott. I went with him in the spring. He had a decent car. I just think things just didn't work out. So coming off a win from Road America, I think he can definitely do it. But um, those are my picks. I'm sticking to us, to them. And Renee, you can close us out. All right. Well, there you go. Those are his picks. Those are my picks. What say you, fans of All Turns, No Breaks? You let us know who you think is going to win and let us know if you have an alternative pick that you'd like to throw in the mix as well. Hit us up on our social media across the board. That's at Turns, No Breaks. Once again, across the board, hit us up at Turns, No Breaks. Oh, man, for Kenny and myself, we always appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us and supporting our podcast. And please don't forget, if you know somebody that loves NASCAR just as much as you do, just as much as we do, please turn them on to our podcast. And um, 
like I said, just be safe out there. Stay cool. It's it's a, it's going to be a hot summer. And anybody going to be in Atlanta, if you're going to head to the race, please take care of yourself and uh, hydrate yourself. Wear sunblock if you need to. But as always, have a safe and wonderful weekend. And we'll see you next week on another episode of All Turns No Breaks. See y'all. Don't forget to drink y'all water. Thanks so much for tuning in. 